Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fly the Coop. I am your host, Carrie Ann Carter. After 22 years in the real estate business, I've seen my fair share of people, stories, and experiences fly the coop in one way or another. This podcast is all about telling those stories. Let's jump into the coop. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Fly the Coop. We're so happy to have you listening in today. I am honored to have Pastor Larry Forsberg in the house. You're going to really love this story, everybody. Larry comes to us with a long, beautiful story of servicing in the communities of, well, we're going to start with Care Partners right now, 11 and a half years as a chaplain, everybody, two years in prison ministry, just really impressive, and another 30 years as a pastor all over the country in a variety of churches in California, uh, Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, and so many more. So, Larry, we're going to start, reverse engineer the story and start with the end in mind, everybody, well, not really the end. We're going to talk about uh, Care Partner Team, uh, the Marketplace Care Partners. Fascinating. We had Larry and his wife over for dinner uh, last week, and we started delving into this. And it's pretty amazing with the need and what you're doing with this and in the growing trend. So let's start with that, Larry, today, and let's talk about Marketplace. Okay. Well, um, good to be here with you, Carrie. And thank you for a beautiful dinner we had a few weeks weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was a wonderful time to get together with your kids. And yeah, well, um, Marketplace Care Partners is a nationwide company. It's been around since 1984. Okay. It's in every state of the union and wow. a little bit into Mexico and also Canada. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it serves thousands of businesses all over the country. People that realizing that they need some uh, emotional, relational, um, mental health support mm-hmm. that might not be, in a sense, clinical as far as... Uh, uh, going to a counselor for support, but just there at the market, at the in the marketplace and business world, right? Our HR people are looking for someone that just is going to listen to their story, their pain, their heartache, and we're about helping people uh, resolve issues that they're facing, whether it's, like I say, mental health issues or stress or relational problems, and mm-hmm. and the company's kind of hired us as a. Uh, uh, a rolling psychologist almost on the floor of manufacturing well, plants is an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some of us have actually have those kinds of degrees and, yeah. and past experiences. I mean, pastoring for 30 years, a lot of marriage counseling through those years. Mm-hmm. I've been married 50 years myself and have wow. six grandkids and two wonderful kids Aww. that I've married. So, you know, those lifelong experiences helps no matter where you go in life. So Care Partners is a wonderful, I can't think of a better way to end my working career and yeah. I'm 73 Isn't so that amazing? hopefully hopefully it'll be another 5 10 more years we'll see how wow. far God takes me but it's a, it's been a blessing to help people deal with their issues they're facing and uh, yeah. be there for them when their life's falling apart during a time in life where stress levels and mm-hmm. the burdens of life are becoming a more heavy weight what I thought fascinating when we were talking about this everybody is When you look at the whole premise behind what we're doing here on this podcast and life transition and the decision-making that goes along with Mm -hmm. that, um, paired with the stress, uh, real stress of everyday life, uh, the reality that in the workplace um, and the shifts and changes that have happened Mm -hmm. in our work environment, especially post-COVID, 
and the stress load that comes because of that. Uh, This is just, this is on fire right now. So basically, Larry, I'm one of the care partners. Yeah. He's one of the care partners. So a company, um, you think of any major corporation name we won't throw. I don't know if we can throw anyone out. Uh, But they come in through human resources. Yep. And they bring a Larry Forsberg uh, into their organization as a contractor. They don't employ you. It's like a right. it's, it's a subcontracting group, mm-hmm. and they literally are working an eight hour day within a sales team or in a manufacturing plant, and just having conversations right. with people. Yep. yep, we're just there. We walk around the production floor mm-hmm. or the office. And just greet people and say, how's your day going? How was your weekend? And they know who we are. We've been yeah. there for a while. And so they're they're open sometimes to talk about life issues. And mm-hmm. uh, that's thrilling to earn their trust and then also have an opportunity to help them resolve and get some steps and create a plan to heal up. So right. it's a, a wonderful opportunity. The healing process, like how uh, people's mental um, stability, we'll call it. All of us, everybody has a challenge, oh, right? Absolutely. Multiple challenges oh. they're dealing with. The workplace um, is such an important grounding foundation to a person's life. Yep. Um, it's the security blanket of how their entire life unfolds mm-hmm. because it's the financial right, right. component right. to functioning, yeah. right? So during a time you've been a pastor and uh, really have lived a life, Larry, of donating your time and counseling mm-hmm. and advising your entire life. Mm-hmm. What are you seeing out there right now as a marketplace caregiver um, in terms of the issues that are fronting people at the moment in comparison to your past 40 years yeah. of what you've done? Well, it's unprecedented the last two and a half years, the isolation, the lockdowns and all the issues that deal with health and relationships. And, you know, the whole COVID thing has been, we've grown 25%. The company has nationwide since COVID started. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So people are, as a matter of fact, when I do an employee orientation, uh, we have a video, kind of an animated video about what we offer to the people. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether it's a manufacturing company or they're selling tires or whatever they're doing, at the very end of our video we, sh- we share, it says, the, the reason we have hired us is because your company cares for you mm-hmm. and your family. Mm-hmm. So this is not only for the employee, but it's the employee's parents, mm-hmm. the employee's siblings that don't even work there. Mm-hmm. and their children. Right. So it's an amazing offering that the companies would have us come in. It's amazing. And then they, they just, yeah. Many people that I'm doing the, uh, the orientation with, they say, you mean you care for my mom and my dad and my brothers and sisters? I said, yeah, we're available 24-7. Isn't that amazing, everyone? Yeah. I just think that's remarkable. Mm-hmm. If you were to look at the Fortune 500 family without calling out any one company, what do you think the percentile right now, Larry, um, of companies out there are t- leaning into or turning to a caregiving organization to get some support and help with their people? Right. Well, everybody I know has, not, except smaller companies, mm-hmm. they can, can't afford it. But Right. And uh, ours is very reasonable, by the way. But uh, there's this uh, uh, huge um, 
concern for their well-being. The company is mm-hmm. concerned about that. We've had, of course, suicidal uh, engagements, and thank the Lord we were able to help uh, not complete mm-hmm. those kinds of things because right. your reward right. for that is overwhelming. Right, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, there's everything from financial issues to relationship issues that people have. And mm-hmm. Depression is huge. It's Anxiety, huge, right? it's huge. those are probably the two biggest Plus, this, yeah, suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. and, and so many companies have dealt with that, and yeah. the tragedy that is to the entire family. So we're here there to help. Yeah. So one, so Pastor Larry, um, Steve, and I uh, met you through what everybody knows. We moved. One of the inspirations for Fly the Coop, everybody, is this new homestead that we're building together. We're a blended family, Steve and I, and uh, we adopted Larry <laughs> when we purchased this home. Uh, we did. We did. Polly and Don, who I mention often, are the original owners and creators of this beautiful piece of real estate mm-hmm. and are longtime friends and were and are still the pastor, um, Pastor Lear. Well, now now you're not uh, in the church serving yep. that way, but you're good friends with yep. Don and Pal- Polly. And we adopted uh, Larry because he hunts on our property. He's Matter of fact, a- I just came out of the woods. That's why I look like a mess. I was out doing it. It's hot fo- out. Yeah, it's hot, but it's yeah. doing some food plots. Uh, yeah, because we are rabbit hunters, and uh, with Trace, it's been a joy just to see the joy in his face when we yeah, go out hunting. I know, so yeah. we're leaping a little bit, but that's the yep. that's the basis. And uh, when we were having dinner together um, a week and a half ago, we started visiting around what's going on out there right now in terms of people making major decisions on their personal life, where they're going, where they're working, family you know, the ways of the world right now. Mm -hmm. And it was a long conversation, obviously, but spearheading all of it, the premise and the need behind a care partner team. But what's happening out there as a a high level umbrella statement, um, especially with your role and you've had so much exposure all over the country. I guess the point is the question I've got is why is it elevated so quickly in your opinion? I've got an opinion, we all know. But in your opinion, what's happening out there that the anxiety, the depression, the stress around decision-making on the basics of life, which includes lifestyle moving. I mean, we feel it, the coaching and counseling that we do um, in the work I'm involved in. What do you think is going on? That is a... Big question. Big question. There's a lot of answers to that, but there's been... Never been a time in my life, and I've been around even during the Vietnam era, where the country is so divided and so tense about everything mm-hmm. politically, and there's such a huge change in our country that is um, difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, there's um, wiser people will prevail, and there'll yeah. be some kind of semblance and backing off. But if you have a negative, you have a different view than somebody else, and then the right and the battle. The, uh, Barriers come up. Mm-hmm. That's a sad. That's a heartache. Yeah, realizing that we there's two or three worldviews that are coming to a a clashing point. Right, and it's difficult to to, to navigate to navigate all that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it can be done with fairness and equity and mm-hmm. good judgment. Yeah, rather than the anger and the vitriol and the name calling and all that kind of thing. If we right. were just to get down to the issues, I think we'd find common ground. Right. And in fact, when Reagan and Tip O'Neill were good friends way back in the day, mm-hmm. when Democrat, one Republican, they were, they were good friends. Yeah. And that's what I'd hope to see happen. If people could say, mm-hmm. 
I agree with that. I love that. you. You're my neighbor. Matter of fact, we just put post that all over the place. Love yeah. your neighbor. Just love your neighbor. Just love is such a love and happiness and yeah. leading with that. Yeah. Just say you love 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 one another. Mm-hmm. Period. And really embracing in a loving way every single decision that you're making every single day right. with patience and empathy and um, giving yourselves uh, some room for you know, grace, mm-hmm. right. uh, if everyone could lead that way, right. regardless of what decision you're making, whether it's leaping into a new home or starting a family or starting a new job, mm-hmm. uh, and leaning on a team, I always say, build the team around you mm-hmm. and make sure you have the support mechanisms, a great pastor, you know, uh, an organization, a women's group, a men's group, mm-hmm. um, a work environment where you've got the pastor Larry's of the world, um, available to you lean into that because it just takes that one nugget. I call yeah. it that one, yeah. um, piece of inspiration that yeah. really forefronts good decision-making and calms the mind. Because if we're making decisions in an erratic or stressed position, no Nothing good is happening from right, that. Right. And that's why I wanted Larry on the uh, uh, show today, because I think that fundamentally there's a lot of gift in grace that comes from talking to a person that's been doing that for so long and has watched so much transition yeah, in the world. Yeah, it certainly has been. So if you were to uh, really sum up um, what the common denominator is with the people that you're dealing with at marketplace when you're working yeah. every day, yeah. what do you think the common denominator is? Well, the common denominator is that we're all God's people dealing with life issues and that we should be patient with each other, mm-hmm. love one another. I thought, I think of the two things that are foundational in my life is love and truth. Right. That's you know, great. Obviously God so loved the world. He gave his son and truth sets us free. If we're in a, relationship that is full of tension and lies and deceit and all those kind of things is going to fail. Mm-hmm. The foundation stones have to be love, joy, and truth. So those are, mm. those are non-negotiables and should be the, the foundation. Of, and then of course, of for, everything, of everything. And then forgiveness mm-hmm. too. Everything. Not a, not a one of us doesn't need forgiveness. Oh, we absolutely. All, we all blow it. Just keep short accounts, forgive everybody, no matter what, mm-hmm. focus on giving and, and being available, making a difference in life and society, whether it's when I was younger, we started the baseball program here in town. Mm-hmm. It's part of my pastoral thing. That was a great Isn't outreach. That, cool? that was a great outreach to our community for 16 years. We mm-hmm. had a youth baseball program. That's great. They taught character lessons. It's called True Sports. Let me just. Oh, wow. Yeah. True Sports was a, a program for fourth and fifth grade. And then we went, it got so big, we had to go back to, to, uh, uh T-ball and mm-hmm. instructional league. Yeah. With the help of Dan Pilla, my good friend in town. Wow. Dan Pella, I don't know him or yeah. not, but he's a wonderful guy. Yeah, I do. We started that baseball program, and we had it was a character building program, not just to play baseball, but teach kids how to live. Wow! So, so the great. ten values of I may. Yeah. Oh, I'd love the that. The word truth is yeah, true truth. sports. True sports. Mm-hmm. Truth, respect, unity, excellence, self control, wow. perseverance, obedience, responsibility, trust, and sacrifice. Amazing. And those were the values of our true sports baseball program. That's great. So teaching. Character in the context of sports and athletics is better than the sports rage that we've seen happen. Certainly true. <laughs> oh, well, that's a great segue because that really is um, is a common denominator with all things, right? When you mm-hmm. 
take your 10 pillars and you use sports as an example and you look at the difference between what's happening now versus even a decade ago what's where does the anger come from is it in the lessons or the teaching or the lack of like what's the why behind that yeah there's no filter anymore well there's a inconsistency in lifestyle Mm -hmm. in the past Mm -hmm. think about somebody's angry about something right their anger is what's the cause of anger it's Someone doesn't treat it well, or they mm-hmm. felt that they were shortchanged, or, right. or, what, or their impatience, or their world's falling apart, and so they explode. Mm-hmm. And so to deal with that, just be at peace. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a little bit of that, right? Yeah. The lesson of learning to um, not get so wound up, mm-hmm. and don't yeah. let the little things yeah. rattle you. Become molehills. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a common denominator with everything. Like everything's just really, really, when you look at it, it's quite small. Um, When we're fueling it, it's like fueling a fire Mm -hmm. through too much, you know, inflammatory on there and you've got yourself a bonfire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as we reverse engineer Mm -hmm. from uh, the care partner experience, which you just started in the past two years, right? Care partner? Yes. Yeah. 20... 2020. Yeah, which is amazing. May I just love this thing. We're I'm going to put the link up so you guys can check this out. I think any yeah. organization, even if you're a small one, bringing somebody like oh, that, yeah. Pastor Larry and just to do a meeting with your team would By be way, an we're, awesome thing. We're quite diverse too. It's not just... It, yeah, let's talk about male, that. Male, females. We are very diverse as mm-hmm. far as our ethnic uh, support. We have people that are you know, African American. We have people Native Americans. We have mm-hmm. people that are from... Uh, uh, Africa. Wow. It's so, just fascinating yeah, to me. All over. Well, you know, Hmong, we have a Hmong chaplain. We have uh, uh, some, like I said, from Africa that mm. speak Swahili. Oh, and wow. Some of our companies have uh, people that speak from African dialect, dialects. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and it's all kinds of companies. Yep. It's co- it's really any small business yeah, to we, a large we, organization. Right, we create our team based on the diversity of the, obviously, the, right. the employees. I love that. So it's just like our model, right? Build the team around you mm-hmm. that's right size to be of the highest and best support possible yep. for the people. Yep. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Yep. I so love it. every day you, I go to work. Your entire, I, really, your 30, yeah. 40, almost 50 years of life really yeah. taught been you. A, to, it's been a quick journey. It's it goes by, by so fast. Oh, my word. Yeah. So fast. So yeah. stepping from just this recent role with care yeah. partners, um, at Marketplace, 11 and a half years as a chaplain. Yeah, right here in town. Right here in town, which is Always. so amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved every minute of it. Those are my dad's uh, age group. So I, I felt honored to be a part of the chaplaincy at Boutwell's Landing. It was, uh, wow, my favorite thing great. was the veteran service on November the 11th and honor oh. our veterans. And then, of course, in, when, when they're going through issues of their own health issues, mm-hmm. Uh, be there whether they need to move to be in assisted living or mm-hmm. memory care. It was a wonderful one-on-one, similar to this in sense. It's a one-on-one right issue. It's just within the church. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. within the community, the chaplaincy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Which is amazing. Whether it's in whether it's in chaplaincy at at, at a senior living community or it's or I it's, see or it's a caring partner in the business world. We're here just to bring hope and healing and health. The people mm-hmm. that are going through difficult times and say, you know what, wow. you're not alone. It's amazing. You're not alone. God mm-hmm. loves you. Your family loves you. And we 
walk with them through those valleys. So yeah. I'll jump into the next and largest stretch of 30 years. When you when were you inspired? Like at what age did you know what your calling was? I'll never forget it. Oh, I'd love I to hear. I was in college. Well, I became a Christian when I was 14 years of age. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really came to know Christ mm. in a real personal way. My brother went to a Billy Graham crusade. You maybe heard of the name. Yeah. He's not gone, <laughs> yeah. gone a long time now, but. Anyway, Billy Graham was speaking, and my brother went to the crusade, and he came home and said, Larry, he said, it's this simple. God loves you. He wants to forgive us our sin, invite him to come into our heart. He said, read these portions of scripture. So I read Ephesians chapter 2, 1 to 10, and I was absolutely convinced that uh, God loved me and wants to forgive me. So I prayed a simple prayer, Mm -hmm. Lord, come into my heart, change my life. I was heading in the wrong direction. I was not doing the good things. <laughs> and so um, that was a transformation. But my the day I got called into the ministry was when I was in college at a Bible college. Okay. I was reading my devotions. First John 3.16 says this. We understand the love of God. He laid down his life for us. Mm-hmm. And we ought to lay down our life for our brothers. Mm-hmm. And that verse... Changed my whole life. That's amazing, Larry. Other than the salvation experience. Yeah. And so I just I just said, Lord, I want to serve your people until the day I'm taken wow. home to be with really, you. Really, really, really admirable yeah. and really amazing. It happens it this is not unusual in the in the ministry. What mm-hmm. happened to me was pretty much in different ways happens to other people. They get a call, they feel like this is what I want to do. Or it's like a you think about a doctor. Right. A medical doctor right. is called to heal. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite podcasts, not podcasts, but documentaries is Lenox Hill yeah. in New York City. Yeah. Oh, my. Those guys are unbelievable. So mm-hmm. we, we all have a, a calling or, uh, you know. A gift. To, a mm-hmm. gift, you know, a passion mm-hmm. to make a difference. Right. To create something. God made us creative. So right. Like That's husband, absolutely right. Soaps and all the things that you're involved yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> it's creative. highly creative. Yeah. yeah. And so it's so true. You feel like you're making a difference in life. Mm-hmm. So if we go all the way to the beginning, mm-hmm. the beginning was the first 30 years yeah. when you got out of college. Right. And that took you on a journey of traveling, yeah. really, and having an experience right. in a variety of different oh, environments, right. which is so amazing. Yeah. I was a youth pastor for four and a half years in Pekin, Illinois. Wow. I was a pastor of a little church in Iowa. And then I came to uh, Golden Valley, mm-hmm. Minnesota, and then Bemidji, Minnesota. Wow. And I just love Bemidji. It was a phenomenal place to raise a family and learn how to hunt. That's where I learned how to hunt. With okay. Dear wow. Friend, dear, dear friend of mine who was a deacon in the church in construction, he said, the, f- the last question they asked me before I became their pastor or they were going to offer me the job, they said, do you hunt? <laughs> after That's all, great. After all the theology questions and all that kind of stuff, the ministry questions, and they said, we've got one more question to ask you. Do you hunt? Do you hunt? I said, no, I really don't. Oh, rats. And I said, but I'm Oh, one, I'll qu- learn. one guy said, oh, one of the, I said, I'll be willing to learn. Yeah. So I got the job, and it was a wonderful. That's great. Uh, and That's California, where that began. Yeah, California yeah. after Bemidji, then California for a couple of years. And, nice. And then Stillwater, where we had the baseball program at Oak Ridge Church. Yeah. That was a wonderful season of life. But everybody goes through other seasons, you know, and we all go through times where we want to make a change. And, yeah, it's true. And then you move on. And it was I, every step of the way, God opened doors. Mm-hmm. God kind of gently closed doors. And I just thank God for each one of them and all the people 
Yeah. I have no regrets on so any many wonderful people, deacons mm-hmm. and loved ones and many people in ministry and youth pastors. Yeah. And worship amazing. And all of that. It was phenomenal. Just amazing so, life. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Sometime we'll have to do this. Carter, Carter Bryce uh, handles my, my podcast and Carter's dad is a pastor. Oh, mm-hmm. oh okay. it'll be fun to maybe introduce you guys sometime. Sure. Yeah, I think bringing that whole community together yeah. is such a fun thing. Yeah. Yep. The storytelling to me is so enlightening yeah, and right. special. I think people can learn so much from other people's stories, which is one of my inspirations for getting this started with Fly the Coop because I just feel like there's those nuggets, right? Mm-hmm. And that if you don't share them to the broader mm-hmm. audience, mm-hmm. how do you learn? Right, right. If you can't share, how do you learn? And yeah. one-on-one is just so limiting and we're so lucky now, albeit I sometimes complain about the social media dilemma and the complexities that are part of, I do find a lot of gift um, and blessing in being able to reach out and have a message and share to those that want to listen and being able to do one-to-many rather than one-to-one. I think that's super cool about it. So... 30 years scoots by and you leave that. I just want to touch on it briefly because I think it's just such a remarkable donation of your life and time. You were a prison minister. Yeah. yeah. Which is amazing. What with, was that like? Chuck Olson. Uh, wow. Back in 86 to 88. Um, was, wow. Excuse me. Yeah. We uh, were part of prison fellowship. And yeah. we, my job was to go into the prisons with support. People yeah. would do Bible studies. And then also... Uh, one segment of Prison Fellowship, which is called IFI, Interchange Freedom Initiative. Wow. Which is a 12-month program. 12-month okay. program where they are literally in class all day long. Mm-hmm. And they are getting a biblical point of view on finances and relationships and how to be wow. a better dad. Yeah, That's crazy. The recidivism rate in that program when I was there, and I, probably same time, same right now, is the, the under 1%, 2% nationwide wow. recidivism rate. The na- average recidivism rate in other programs are like 50%. Wow. So anyway, it's it's a phenomenal wow. program, and I was blessed to be a part of that. I had a good team. Yeah. yeah so. Wow. So you've been able to take all of this knowledge and experience and forefront it now into such a critical time in the world where business is really at the – it's the patriarch, really, of all things leading life, you know, in the world. So now you're really able to partner with all these different organizations. So that gives you such variety. Yeah. And so inspiring because, you know, Larry, he's already mentioned 73 years old. Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> and you think you have another 10-year career in front of you. Could be. Really impressive, we'll everybody. God willing, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I just really think that the Care Partner team... Marketplace Care Partners, everyone, yep. is something you need to check out. Yep. Exceptional Employee Care. Yeah, beautiful. A personal support service for all employees and immediate family members. Yeah, I do That's that. That's brilliant. I am so blessed to be able to go to some of these companies every single day and just be available. And not a day goes by that I don't meet somebody that's needing support and yeah. work for them. Well, it's what phenomenal. I th- it is phenomenal because they're available 24-7. Mm-hmm. They make regular work site visits. So yep. you're on uh, many floors or yep. companies, eight yep. hours. He's no, working. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm there not eight hours. I'm oh. there two to, two to three hours. Oh, two to three hour segments. Right. You bet. Okay. Yeah. During right. an eight hour workshop. In an eight hour workshop. Yep. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yep. 
So discussing confidential issues and some of the lists you guys stress, parenting, marriage, financial concerns, addiction, aging parents, serious illness, and so much more. Mm-hmm. Provides care for grief, family deaths, and funerals as well. Really confidential. Yeah. And I brought this on because I do think it's an inherent part of all of the things that go on when we fly the coop. And it's absolutely rea- uh, uh, a reality to the full circle effect of all choices in life. And the workplace is such a big piece of it. And it would be irresponsible to not talk about what I am listening to and hearing about every day, which is anxiety and stress. Yeah. It's a real thing out there. Absolutely. And putting it out there and saying, put the team around you. Right. Don't go it alone. Don't do it alone. Yeah. Because there's plenty of people that care and love you and want to be a part of your story. So. Yeah. Larry Forsberg, yeah. yep. thank you so much. My pleasure I'm super here. grateful I'm to have you today. I'm glad we bumped into each other outside the door here today. You said, <laughs> what? Like, podcast? I've never been podcast in my life. I'm like, I gotta get life. you on the camera, Larry. You're <laughs> okay. awesome. When I get done with planting the seeds for the deer, yeah. I'll, I'll be in. So. <laughs> thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time on Fly the Coop. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Fly the Coop. Be sure you subscribe to the show and leave us a review. I sure would appreciate it. We'll see you next time in the coop.